At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Cats at night. Now here's John Katsimatidis. Welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show. Now we're going to talk about a subject John knows a lot about. Right, John? Well, the stock market has gone up 1,200 points today. And based that that uh, CPI went down a little bit. So I can't figure it out. So I need two of them to figure mm-hmm. it out. We have with us uh, Steve Moore and Ryan Payne. And uh, tell us what's going on, guys. Well, I'll, I'll go first. Guess, <laughs> go ahead, Steve. Go ahead, Steve. Well, just just very quickly. I mean, you know, rem- do you remember a couple months ago, uh, John, when uh, when uh, President Biden said, "Oh, we have zero inflation." <laughs> because the inflation rate had been 8.2% one month and the next month it was 8.2%. So since it didn't go up, he said it, it, we had zero inflation. And so now there's this talk about how, oh, we have negative. Now I guess he's going to say we're negative inflation because we did see some improvement in the inflation rate. I'll just simply say this. Ryan's more the expert on, you know, why the market does what it does. But, you know, we still have near 8% inflation over the last year, John. And that is, you know, it's not put, putting any lipstick on that pig. We still have a lot of work to do in terms of cutting government spending and debt and getting, uh, you know, the the uh, the supply of, uh, as you said last night at our dinner, we got to supply more of our oil and gas to helping prices down. But we still, I guess the bottom line here is, John, we still have a mega inflation problem in this country. Uh, Ryan? Yeah, I'll piggyback off that. I mean, I think you're right. Inflation is still extremely high, right? We're still at the highest inflation since 1982. So we do have our work cut out for us. But I think you remember with the market, the market's forward looking. It's not concerned about what's happening today. And I think what you saw today is a ray of hope. Because if we start Mm -hmm. seeing inflation come down, you know, the real question is, will the Fed back off on raising interest rates? And that's been the big question, and that's what's been weighing on markets. So, you know, I think we're starting to see those numbers come down a little bit. Maybe Jay Powell will give us a uh, Christmas miracle, um, (laughs) and, you know, maybe they'll they'll only raise interest rates 50 basis points in December and we'll have a Santa Claus rally. We'll see. You know, I hate for the Fed to be a Grinch around Christmas, personally. Um, You know, guys, the American people don't want a recession I put out. I got interviewed uh, by uh, Yahoo today, and 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 uh, my interview went uh, spread worldwide. Uh, that the fact is, uh, Jay Powell has put his foot down. He's going to keep raising interest rates. You know, and we, me and you, and and at last night's dinner, uh, Steve Moore, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, we 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 reiterated uh, that. Uh, uh, why not fix the problem and just instead of breaking breaking something else? Yeah. So basically, what the Fed wants to do is, you know, lower demand for goods and services by raising interest rates. And and my point was that you, the what you should do, and I think John, you were you made this point even more powerful than me. If we increase the 
supply of our goods and services, especially our oil, our gas, our coal, all of our energy, so we're producing more of it, that will bring you, if you have a higher supply of something, that brings its price down. And then, John, I think now that Republicans have control of the House of Representatives, they've got to get control of the uh you know, multi-trillions of dollars of spending that we're doing. And I, those two things, I think, maybe Ryan, I'd love his thoughts about this. I think that might have a better, you know, hand, get us a better handle on inflation without ruining the economy than continuing to raise interest rates. Ryan yeah, Payne? I agree. Yeah, I don't think you want to ruin the fact that we have low unemployment. You know, it, it seems foolish to me. I mean, it just sounds backwards, and I'm not an economist. Uh, Steve, maybe you can attest to this, but why would we ever want to increase the unemployment rate. Right, why do we want right. less people working in America? I mean, that just seems so counterintuitive. Why do you want and to I, break? I why, why don't you fix the problem instead of breaking and creating another problem? Yeah. Yeah. Well and we just had a recession. And <laughs> well, it's a recession. And what my uh, uh, interview today was, I said, they're going to cause a depression instead of just a recession. Could be. I mean, people are very worried about the direction of the economy right now, especially as we head into 2023. And, uh, you know, you're right. We need growth policies, not austerity policies. Now, I happen to think that cutting government spending is a growth policy, not an austerity policy. <laughs> and when you've had a president who's added $4 trillion to our debt in, in two years, that means it's time to turn this, that federal government spigot off. I, well, no. They got to do something. And uh, the, the way we fix inflation, like we always talked about, was to open up the spigots in North America. Larry Kudlow was with us last night yeah, at dinner. And he, and he made Larry Kudlow is now a believer. Open up the spigots in North America. And I further said, you can't just open up the spigots. You have to have a long term program. Yes. A long-term yes, program, pipeline, like a 10-year program. If, you, if we want these refineries to yeah. build yep. additional refineries, additional pipelines, additional to make North America a, uh, what do you call it, Judge? A, um, energy, energy, an energy independent. independent uh, Saudi Arabia. Uh, yeah, energy <laughs> independent. Saudi then, America. Then, then for 10 years, you've got to give a 10-year program where you, you don't change every two years based on the mood of a Congress. That's right. That's right. Well, it's a good point, too, because peak oil demand is still a decade away, right? We're not going to be less reliant on fossil fuels. It's actually going to increase over the next decade. And those, you know, those stats have never really changed. So we really should have changed our, our, our policy on, on energy because the reality of it is we knew we were going to need more fossil fuels over the next couple of years. And my fear is, when China fully comes out of lockdown, what's that going to do to demand? And are we going to see prices skyrocket again over $100 a barrel if we don't start pumping more? Now, I mean, that's what, a real issue. What are we going to do when the, the governor of uh, California and the governors of other states said, oh, we're going to stop selling uh, only electric cars by 2035? First of all, our grid system can't take it. Second of all, it's not going to happen. And General Motors is busy building electric cars. I, my personal opinion, just only my personal opinion, for my personal account, I would short General Motors if they, they're yeah, making those too. kind of stupid decisions. You know what percentage of new cars today that are bought are um, electric vehicles, John? 9%. About, I'm going to say half a percent. Yeah, but, yeah, no, it's about 5 or 6%. 
But given okay, that well. you know they they're making all of so you know who's going to decide what what cars people are going to drive? The consumer the buy the cars. One hundred percent. The producers. Yes. Now, one other point I wanted to make, John, on inflation that makes me a little nervous. It is true, gas prices have come down, and that's a that's a nice thing. Although there's still yeah, but they can't re- they can't you know but, they can't release any more reserve because we're going to run out of reserves. I know. Well, this is my point. Have you seen what's happened to the diesel costs? Diesel is now over five dollars. It was two. It was it's doubled under Trump. And guess what? Everything gets delivered to your door, or the you know the food, all that stuff is delivered on trucks. They use diesel. Yes, every every input to inflation goes back to oil. Every single input, yep. right? We got a minute or so left. Give, give us a thirty seconds apiece. All right. Yeah. I'll go first. All right. Well, first off, you should listen to Steve and I every Saturday. No. <laughs> <laughs> you go on Larry Kudlow, our number one show on Saturdays, is on from 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock. Yeah. And you guys go on from 1 to 2 o'clock. Right. So keep listening is what I'm trying to say. Keep listening. Don't stop. That's how to help um, the economy. <laughs> and I'll just say one quick point. Look, I mean, the, the economy is in pretty good shape. If you're going to get invested, don't wait. You can see how quickly the market can move positively here. Um, I, you know, I think you got to be optimistic here, not pessimistic. And I'm happy, even though it wasn't the election night that I would have liked to have seen as a Republican, John, as, as uh, you said last night and Larry Kudlow said, you, Nancy Pelosi no longer has the gavel. You have a Republican House. We don't know what's going to happen with the Senate. So I think that kind of gridlock is a good thing for America. You're right. You're right. Well, thank you guys for coming on, and uh, let's pray it goes up another 1,200 points tomorrow. <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> and God bless you guys, and God bless America. And, and like I, we always said that, America does not want a recession. They're trying to force it into a recession. 100%, but I'm always bullish on America, so be bullish. We, well, I'm bullish. I love America. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.